0: Hello, hello, friends, welcome back to the podcast today, we are taking it back to the basics and talking all about marketing your podcast episodes. So whether you are someone who has been doing this for a long time, or you are someone who just needs an understanding of how to actually market your episodes once they're live, this episode is going to help you build that foundation for creating those consistent habits to actually marketing your show. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for podcasters, entrepreneurs, and professionals making their way in the working world while building their own personal brand in the podcasting industry. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, owner of Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. If you're a podcaster or even just dreaming about launching your own podcast someday, this show was built to help you merge your love of conversation, education, and business. You can find resources, show notes, and more for the clocking in podcast at gaffincreative.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Mike Check Society, a community that was built for podcasters who are looking to take their podcast from good to great. Scale your podcasts, improve your processes, and connect with your listeners through our educational trainings, our private members-only community, and our monthly calls. If you're ready to join us, you can head over to MikeCheckSociety.com and enroll today. And you can get $10 off per month with the code podcast. Now let's clock in and get to work. It is time to take it back to the basics. Back in December, we actually kicked off our first of many back to the basics series. And we talked all about podcast planning. So today, we're actually going to talk all about marketing your podcast episodes, because I feel like it's so easy to get out of the habit and routine of actually marketing your show. I know for one, I am terrible about this. I have done a really great job of just letting my podcast marketing tasks fall to the back burner of everything I do in my business. So this is a great reminder for myself, but also a great reminder for you if you are still struggling to actually push publish on all of those posts and the content that you're creating, or maybe you just completely forgot what your marketing plan was. So let's dive in. Now, I think it's so easy for marketing to fall off to the side of everything that we have to do for our podcast, for our business, for our life. So this episode is here to help you rethink that strategy and take it back to the basics. Now, again, whether you're new to podcasting or you are ready to just step up your game for an existing podcast and reset your marketing plan, this is for you. Now, the first thing we want to talk about is understanding your audience. It is so important to actually know who your target audience is. I just shared in last week's episode all about my rebrand and how my brand designer helped me create my own kind of target audience and client avatars, I guess. But the other thing to consider too, because I have like a shop and um, products for DIYers is I do have another audience that I am kind of trying to target within my business, but not primarily for my services. And that is the DIYer. So I wanted to highlight this because that is someone that I do speak to on my podcast that I don't necessarily speak to in my marketing. Um, So you can have a little bit different of a of a niche and a, an audience for your podcast, even if it's not the same for your business. So I do have one person that is not a part of my business that I speak to. Now, I do wanna highlight the connection between your content and your audience engagement. When you're creating your content, it's easy to create what you wanna create versus what your audience actually needs. So make sure you're thinking of them, the problems they need to solve, and what they want to hear. You will often see me pull my audience when I'm trying to determine a direction in which I wanna take my content. That even includes this series. I had so many people in my audience saying they wanted some basic conversations around podcasting to help them build the foundation of their audience, to help them build the foundation of their podcast. Now, the content you're creating and the engagement your audience actually has on that content are going to be so important in seeing results and seeing If it's working or not. So, I always like to look at okay, am I hearing back from people in my inbox when I send out an episode? Am I getting people to engage on social media with the type of content and the polls I'm putting out there and everything in between? So, make sure that the content you're creating and the audience that you're actually serving align very well. Now, the second thing I want to talk about with before we get to the actual like marketing of your podcast is your titles and descriptions. I think these play a really important role. I would not overthink them. I do want to start like with a caveat of don't overthink your titles and your descriptions. Um, Because I have run into a lot of people who are trying to determine like, oh, should I go for like a clickbaity episode title? Or should I go for something more realistic and SEO friendly? I will go ahead and tell you that podcast players, search engine results, I guess you could call them, are not as wonderful as we wish they were. So what I recommend is you when you're creating content, you think of one, what would someone search for if they wanted this episode? And two, what would make someone click on this? And if you can't combine those two to create a phenomenal title, my recommendation to you is to actually take your titles and put a separate title for your podcast player and a separate title for your blog post. So your blog post would be the SEO friendly one, the one that is gonna include your keywords and include the things that people would be searching. And then your podcast player title is going to be the thing that makes someone want to click over. So that is what I would do in regards to titles and then descriptions. My, Our team actually keeps this pretty simple. We do a three to five sentence formula that in, that introduces the problem, provides a solution, introduces the guest, and then highlights the solution in more detail in what's discussed in the episode. So sometimes that's three sentences and sometimes it's five. There are very few times that we actually do longer descriptions for the main description because we have a lot of clients who do long form blog posts alongside their podcast episodes. And so that is where you get into all the details. But you don't want to give away too much in your description. You just want to make it enticing for someone to actually listen to. Now the third thing I want to talk to is where we get into the actual marketing of your episodes. And I have seen a lot of people call this repurposing content. And sure, I, I guess technically that's what it is. But when you put out a podcast episode, you should be marketing it on social media, you should be marketing it where your audience is. And what people mean by repurpose content is if you are creating a long form Podcast episode with a blog post, take that content and put it on social media too. It's the same thing. Marketing your podcast episode is the same thing as repurposing your podcast content. And here's what I want you to think about doing share stuff that's going to make people leave a platform because if you're not, they're never going to go listen. The other thing to consider too, is making it easy for them. So one of my biggest hacks for this is instead of like putting a clickable link to Apple, um, which that does work. But in stories, if you actually go to Spotify, and you select your episode for the week, you hit share and then hit Instagram stories, it will share your episode that you're listening to two Instagram stories. And then at the top of the story, it actually, after it's like published, it will say play in Spotify or open in Spotify, one of those two. And this is an easy way to keep it clean within Spotify and within Instagram. And it's like using all the functionality that is already built in. So I just want you to consider like even if you just need a low hanging fruit, something that is easy to do and easy to remember, this is something I do every week, whether or not I am marketing my podcast episode, I you better bet I am sharing my Spotify link to my stories because it's just, why would I not? Why would I not? Um, <laughs> and then the other thing to consider too is how you're sharing your content, whether it's through audiograms, videograms. And I've actually, I went to a podcast conference uh, earlier this week. So last week when this airs, and there were a number of people that didn't know what audio and videograms were. And essentially this is just a piece of your content that is, you're taking a 60 second quote and you are putting it on social media. Most of the time my clients are doing reels, so we're taking the video of their interviews and we are putting them on social media. Now, there are times that my clients do not have video because they recorded a solo episode in a different program and just didn't do video that day for some reason. And in that case, we will make audiograms. And it's the same concept except for it's audio only. There's no video and we are using a waveform graphic and the waveform kind of moves with the audio. And that's why we call them audiograms. Now, the other thing I want you to think about is, is the content I am posting shareable? Some of the best things that people are going to share are encouraging thoughts, encouraging quotes, ideas that no one else is talking about, ideas that no one else wants to say, like the number of times I have shared kind of sassy content to my stories from other accounts has been phenomenal. So you kind of want to think about a few goals when you're sharing content. And those include one, do I want to drive people to listen to my podcast? Two, do I want to drive my audience to actually share my content to their social media, and drive their friends to come listen to my content, or at least follow. And then three, what do I want my audience to think of my content when they see it? So just think about all of those things as you're creating this content. And that's graphics, audiograms, videograms, Instagram reels, stories, etc. And really hone in on like, what is it? How? I guess the right thing is like, what kind of reputation do you want to set for your podcast on social media? So consider that as you're creating this content or thinking of the types of content you want to create. Now, if you are someone who has a production team actually working behind the scenes on your content, here's what I would recommend you do if you want to kind of change things up. Because social media is changing so often. If you were like, you know what, I really wish I had better quotes. There's two things that could be happening. One is like, you have an idea of what a good quote is. And your team has an idea of what a good quote is. And you're not on the same page. And you haven't communicated that. And that's totally fine. All you have to do is say, hey, you know, you chose this quote, and I would have rather had something like this. When you do that, it helps set that tone and expectation for your audiograms or videograms. The second thing I want to highlight is you may not be saying solid enough quotes for your social media. So my hack for that is, is actually kind of, it's not cheating. It's perfectly fine. Script out what those quotes are going to be and plug them into your podcast episode. If you're sitting there thinking like, okay, I have this really solid episode, I have a really great topic, and I want to make sure that people come and listen to this, what is a quote that you could say that would drive someone from social media to come listen to you? Script it, put it in your episode. That way, you can go ahead and tell the team, hey, I made sure I said this, could you make sure that that is selected and used for social media? Because when you do that, you are going a step further in your own marketing and making it more intentional in your podcast episodes, but more intentional for your social media as well. Now, I do want to quickly highlight a podcast episode that my client Joy Michelle just put out on her podcast called to both. And it was actually a call that she had with a strategist at Facebook slash meta slash Instagram, whatever we're calling it these days. And she asked him all about reels and engagement and what's working and what she should consider doing in order to succeed in audience growth on Instagram. And I found the call and the podcast episode to be so valuable. So I highly recommend you go check it out. I will link to that episode in today's show notes. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is email marketing. And this is something that I feel like so many of us, myself included, fall behind on. And I'm going to go as simple as possible today and tell you that all you need to do in order to market your podcast episodes to your email list is send them an email with your cover art and the description of your podcast and link to the player. That is it. It does not get any simpler than that. I don't know why that's so hard for so many of us. I am right there with you though. So starting in February, I am trying to commit to pushing that email out to my email list every single week. I want y'all to stay on me about it. If every Tuesday you're not getting this email, reach out, ask me why. Why is it not coming? And if you're not on that email list, well, shoot me a DM, I'll get you added. But (laughs) that's the next thing I want to talk about is your email marketing. So before we dive into how you can grow your email list, the first thing I just want to make sure is that You actually have an email list. So I use Flowdesk and I love Flowdesk, and you can actually get 50% off. I think it's your first year with my code. So I will put that in the show notes as well. But Flowdesk has these amazing email templates and it's just so easy to use. But make sure you have an email service provider set up before anything else. (laughs) Now, let's get into how you can actually get people on that email list. And that includes a couple of things. One, you could literally just have them sign up. You can put out a form. Flowdesk has pretty ones. You can embed that form onto your website and encourage people to sign up. Now, that's not going to convert the most people to be completely transparent with you, which is why I have two other ways as well. So the first one is... If you are someone who's like, oh, I use mini chat and I'm creating automations and I really love it. Use mini chat to say, hey, do you want to be added to this email list? If they do, then you just say DM the word email to me and I will send you a link to that list, that email form. That's all it takes. Now, the third way is my favorite way. It's the way I do most of my email signups is that I When I create content for my podcast, I'm actually thinking through, could a worksheet go with this? Do I have time to create a worksheet for it? And if so, I create a worksheet and I say in the episodes, if you want to follow along with this episode with the worksheet, make sure you head to blah, 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 download the worksheet. And that's how I'm growing through those email Um, opt-ins. I just provide a freebie. Now, the fifth way that I want to talk about marketing your podcast is through collaborations and cross promotions. So one of the best way to reach podcasters or podcast listeners is to reach them through other podcasts, whether you are guesting on other shows, you're doing intro swaps or feed drops. These are all things that can get your podcast in front of new listeners. So I highly recommend that you consider who could you actually cross promote with, make sure it's within the right niche. If you are just friends with other podcasters, and they have no crossover with your audience, they may not be the right fit. The second thing to consider is building a network for mutual support and growth. And this could be through your friends who have podcasts, and they mention your podcast on their show. A great example of this is how I just shouted out Joy's episode. Joy is a client of mine, but also a friend and a podcaster that I actually listen to. So I highly recommend building those relationships and connections so that people will introduce your podcast to their audience. Now, the other consideration is if you're struggling to find these people, build these relationships get that cross promotion very organically. The other opportunity you have is to actually advertise on other people's podcasts. So this is something I've played around with. I have clients that have played around with it. And it's a really cool way to just get your name in front of other people. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is utilizing podcast directories and platforms. So you are likely in all of the podcast players, Apple, Spotify, and so many others. But are you doing enough on those players? And here's what I mean. The first one is players like Spotify and Apple actually have curated playlists that you can submit your podcast for. Have you taken time to submit to those? And then the second thing is, are you advertising? on the smaller platforms. So Player FM and so many of these other platforms actually have an opportunity for you to advertise your show to get in front of their podcast listeners. So if you've ever considered like, oh, you know what, I have a budget of X amount of money, and I really want to spend it somewhere for my podcast audience growth, that could be a really cool option. Another one to consider too, I actually just learned about this at the podcast conference I was at is Mopod. They actually are like a display advertising network uh, program that allows for you to market your podcast that way. And this is something I played around with. They put a little budget behind one of my episodes and I was really intrigued by the results. So I'm going to see about playing around with it a little bit more and what that could do for my podcast audience and listenership. Now, the last thing I want to talk about as far as the podcast directories and platforms go is your ratings and reviews. And I want to clarify something, I feel like a lot of podcasters think that these help with your rankings. And they actually don't, according to so many podcast experts in the industry. They simply help new listeners see your show and see its legitimacy, that there are people that love the show, there are people that like it. So you can continue to push people into your ratings and reviews and leaving them for you. But it's not necessarily to help grow your podcast and get on charts. It's more for people that are just brand new to your show, coming and seeing that you have listeners and that it's a good show. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is your analytics and iteration. So Tracking your data for your marketing efforts is so important. And I also want to highlight that it is hard to track from marketing to podcast listenership. So you are going to have to track closely your efforts on the front end so that you can see the numbers on the back end and correlate them on your own. So what, this, what I mean by this is if you are promoting a podcast episode harder than any of the others, You need to make sure that you're aware of that a year from now. Is there somewhere that you can track this data and information? If you put an ad spend of $500 behind an episode or around a certain month, you decide to sponsor another podcast and get them to drive traffic to your podcast, those those efforts are going to make a difference and you may see a spike for a bit and then a real slow trickle because You're not putting that effort in month after month after month. If you are putting that effort in and it continues to work for you, you should continue to see growth. It shouldn't be a stagnant number as you're growing. So I just wanted to highlight that. The other thing I want to note is if you are using sponsors or monetizing through affiliate links, make sure that you are tracking all of that. Track through trackable URLs, through codes, anything that you can use to show real life data and numbers, that's what you want to be tracking. Now, once you've tracked all these numbers, it's important to iterate it. So whatever's working, continue it. Whatever's not working, don't continue it. And then make sure that all of this still aligns with the content you're creating for your audience. Now, I want to just recap really quickly everything we went over in today's episode. Um, The first is understand your audience. Two is optimize your titles and descriptions. Three is leverage your social media platforms. Four was simple email marketing. Five is collaborations and cross promotions. Six is utilizing your podcast directories and platforms. Seven is understanding your analytics and iterating that process. And last but not least, I just want to highlight that you should always be sharing some sort of call to action for your podcast episodes. Whether this is driving them to fill out a contact form, rate and review this show, share this episode on social media, buy my X, Y, and Z. There are so many things that you can actually ask a podcast listener to do, but make sure that you are actually pushing them to do something so that you are creating that engagement and prompting them every single time. I actually heard a really good tip about this at the podcast conference I was at, and the, the speaker was talking about how sponsors will often look for conversion rates. And many times you don't have them as a, a podcast that's never been sponsored, But if you can show them like, hey, this is how often people are sharing on my podcast, or this is how often I'm getting ratings and reviews, and you can see those tangible numbers based on an action you ask them to take, that is really good data to share with those sponsors. So I hope you all love this episode. I am going to give you a CTA today. If you did love this episode, I would love if you would share it to your stories, go into Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, hit share, hit Instagram stories, or just screenshot this and tag me in it at Haley Gaffin over on Instagram stories. If you are using any other podcast player. Awesome friends. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and are ready to take it back to the basics and continue to build a solid foundation for your podcast marketing plan. I will talk to you all next week in another episode of Clocking In. See ya! Thank you so much for listening to Clocking In with Haley Gaffin. For resources mentioned in today's episode, head to gaffincreative.com. If you're a podcaster looking for a community that will help you improve your podcast, make sure you check out Mic Check Society, our community for podcasters who are looking to take their podcast from good to great. Enroll today at micchecksociety.com and use code podcast for $10 off per month. If you love this episode, I'd be honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out.